Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino back here with you to talk about stars on Mars, episode number four for the fourth planet. And now here I am back with the co-host of Hit or Quit, who's talking about a lot of you know what these days. It's Jenny Autumn. Jenny, how are you? I'm great, Rob. I'm feeling like a badass mother fungus today. Mother fungus, yes. Uh, which... I'm infiltrating the podcast feeds. Okay, all right. And and who are the relatives of these people on Mars? Uh, the, the relatives of these people on Mars. I don't know. Would they be any good? Like, I don't. Here's the thing. Do you think that the caliber of this celebrity on Stars on Mars, which is pretty good, I will say. Do you think that based on what we're seeing on Claim to Fame, are these people famous enough to have their relatives? I would say so. Yeah, actually. Um, right. I think that um, the people. Like, That's what I'm sure. Well, but. yeah, the people that I think uh, could be in the mix for. Claim to Fame, which is the Lance. other show that yeah, Lance Armstrong and William Shatner. Though I think those are the two. And I would say Marshawn Lynch. I don't. They've think, had athletes. Like uh, was, yeah, I guess Marshawn Lynch is borderline. Um, yeah, uh, he is certainly. Uh, yeah, I think getting there. I mean, they had Brett Favre in season one of. Uh, yeah. Brett Favre was kind of like a you know face of the NFL for right. a period of time. He's in something about Mary. 
I think that um, Marshawn Lynch is <laughs> like the, one. That's the bump. <laughs> yeah, I think Marshawn Lynch is Marshawn like. Marshawn Lynch is in a movie this summer. Sure, sure. I, I think he's like one step he's, below that. Yeah, right, he's uh, like right. approaching that territory. Appro- he's I would approaching love to that territory. Yeah. I mean, Marshawn Lynch, I think, has become more recognizable post NFL than he was like uh, during his playing career. Right. It wasn't. Yeah, he's. Not to do a whole podcast about Marshawn Lynch, but Marshawn Lynch, like on the Buffalo Bills, like was sort of like, uh, not, and, and, you know, not really a uh, a famous figure. And then Marshawn Lynch, uh, like in his uh, Seattle Seahawks uh, playing days towards the end, I think uh, became uh, very recognizable and very famous. Yeah, when we finally go beast mode. Goes beast mode. Okay. But uh, we're going to be seeing some people trying to go beast mode, controlling robot beasts, and uh, fighting against fungus beasts here today on Stars on Mars. Uh, Jenny, you and I had to take a break from covering Stars on Mars on Monday night because we are covering Claim to Fame. Uh, That is not part of the hit or quit canon. We're not quitting, especially after that first episode. Like, I mean, we we knew going into uh, season two of Claim to Fame that it needed to be its own entity from mm-hmm. separate from the hit or quit, because at this point we feel strongly enough about it that, uh, you know, there's no quitting. We joked about, you know, maybe we end up quitting Claim to Fame if all of the celebrities are like canceled. And, you know, uh, spoilers for Claim to Fame season two uh, premiere, if you haven't caught up yet. Uh, The first revealed celebrity probably one of the most beloved celebrities. Mm -hmm. So I think we're in the clear. So we are not quitting Claim to Fame. So it's its own thing. And I had a really great time okay. uh, recapping that first. Well, we have a lot to talk about here with uh, Stars on Mars. But if you are looking for even more Rob and Jenny podcasts, uh, you can check out our coverage of Claim to Fame. Uh, so we'll be talking about hit or quit. I don't think we're going to quit uh, Stars on Mars this week, Not especially with a big cliffhanger coming up. That is, though, that this cliffhanger will be on the other side of a break for the 4th of July. Yes. So no. Uh, so That's no. America's birthday, Jenny. Yes. I. <laughs> well, what about Mars's birthday? OK. Mm, do planets <laughs> have birthdays? I guess it's Earth Day. <laughs> there's Earth Day. Why? Is, there should be a Mars Day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's no stars on Mars next week. So mm-hmm. if we're not in your podcast feed, don't be alarmed. That's just because the, the show isn't on next week. Um, but uh, hopefully we will continue the the following week after america's birthday um because i we got a little cliffhanger at the end of this episode and i need to know what happens next yeah okay so um i did ask chat gpt uh what day of the year should be mars day yes um oh wait isn't Mars Day, oh, did it give like a literal date? Yes, yes. Okay. okay. So Mars Day is coming the, up, Jenny. It's, it was, we're going to celebrate. The, aren't the days of the week named partially after um, planets? Because like Saturday is like Saturn Oh, that's day. interesting. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. Is Sunday. Mar- is it, does it need to be a Monday, Mars Day? I think it's Monday then, yeah. Yes, Mar- okay. Mar- well, no. Uh, July 20th uh, could July be Mars 20th. Day because... According to ChatGPT, July 20th, 1976 is the day when Viking oh. 1 became the first NASA lander to successfully land on Mars and perform its mission. Okay. 
I mean, I think that's a reasonable um, and that could fall on Mondays sometimes. So mm-hmm. July 20, Mars mm-hmm. Day, you heard it here first. Yes, Is it a thing? Yes, uh, that will not be a Monday this year, uh, okay. but <laughs> we could celebrate in spirit. Please tweet us on July 20th, Mars Day, if you're a fan of Star Wars. All right, so Jenny. On the Smith, so, sorry, on the Smithsonian Institution, it does say uh, we'll present Mars Day, its annual tri- tribute to the Red Planet uh, on July 20th. Okay. So well, that, that this was Official. something from 2018. Official. I don't know if they do it every every year, but... ChatGPT yeah. knows what they're talking about. So yeah. we, we love AI here Yes, okay. <laughs> on Stars on Mars. Right, well, let's actually, let's start at the end of the episode and talk yes. this through. Because we have an interesting cliffhanger, Jenny, of we mm-hmm. are told that there is, of course, the food situation is bad. <laughs> and there is some sort of a resupply mission coming in with four people that are coming in a la Natasha Leggero Leggero they will need to be rescued coming in Jenny what do who do we think I is coming I haven't even had time to process this because I was I was blindsided by this I did not expect there to be people added a couple episodes into this show. This was just not something that I had ever considered uh, happening. Um, so my mind is blown. Do you think that, yeah. so do you think that the, the, the new crew we're getting, and we have to assume they are also celebrities if they're, if they're even being mentioned as, as joining the crew, maybe, but do you think that these are celebrities that had like, time conflicts with the start but they wanted them so bad and they're like oh i could do it if i can come in like a week later so i think there's a couple different options one this could be a different group of celebrities that are potentially like coming in maybe just for one episode maybe just uh they they could not make the start of the production cycle that's possible Mm -hmm. It seems odd that it would be four people like that unless they are like some sort of like package group. Right. Like, is there going to be some sort of. BTS? (laughs) Is it. How many people are in BTS? I think way more than four, to be honest, but I don't Mm -hmm. know. I don't know my K-pop very well, but um, like four is a lot when they literally just got rid of two at the end of this episode and got down to seven. Um, we're already going back up to 11. Cause I was like, Oh, this must be ending soon. We're already down to seven. Yeah. Um, I am dumb. And I just like, I am, I am the target demographic because I was genuinely surprised that there would be four new people coming in. I just thought I don't that was think you're dumb happen. for thinking that I thought the same thing. I just, maybe I'm just not thinking very like uh, intensely about what could mm-hmm. the, the, you know, like the machinations of stars on Mars. But uh, I, I think, you know, a lot of this episode is increasing the talk of it becoming more of like a strategic and social game and, you know, alliances um, becoming more important to uh, the game mm-hmm. itself. So I think that it's very interesting that they're going to toss in four new people. Well, maybe, Do you think maybe. That they'll get like some sort of immunity or something? So like- I think that that's one, that's one thing that it could be. Um, two, I think there's also the possibility that this is sort of like, that these are like um, non-playing characters that are coming in. Mm. Like, could this hypothetically be 
either like some version of like people that are coming in to annoy them. I always think of in <laughs> Big Brother 4, they sent like a mime into the house. Uh, basically like <laughs> like a Big Dick Johnson yes. type where <laughs> this is somebody who's going to come in and these are like actors playing some sort of a role that are coming mm. in to be part of whatever the next mission is. Okay. Yeah. that And that would be a good use of other celebrities if you had people that were interested in being a part of the experiment without being part of the full experience um, where clearly, you know, the big problem that everyone's having right now is like the boredom and the like the, you know, just really having the morale being low. Um, you see how excited these people get over like drones and, and, and robots is just something to do. So bringing in other people to just liven things up and make things a little bit more exciting for them. Um, I think that's a good use of some some big names if you've got them. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like, so do you think we're going to get bigger names uh, okay. if they are well, truly not here for the, the rest of the season? Jenny, so here's my thought. <laughs> okay. It's four of them. It's mm -hmm. Four people coming in on this resupply mission to work okay. with our celebrities. I can think of four people that if you were going to be putting these celebrities through training, mm -hmm. could it be Bill Billingsley, <laughs> Remy? <gasps> oh my gosh. The other guys. The other guy and the other guy. <laughs> oh my God. Fox, I think I, Foxy. I think Foxy and Rudy. Rudy, yes. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> four, four, four. four. Could you imagine? <laughs> I would die. I would die. But like, this is Fox. This is like, Look, this is the Foxy. Yep. <laughs> Only because, Jenny, you've been calling out how they're still using the memes, like the yeah. header on the Twitter page is still like, I think they're very much in the world's toughest test business. We're getting a season two of world's toughest test. So is this like cross promotion opportunity? Is like, the same are they keeping, keeping it front of mind saying, oh, if you think you can hack it on Mars, just yeah. wait until you uh, try the world's toughest test. So I am leaning more towards that it is like some sort of gimmick that's going on. Like it's going to yes. be some okay. more so than it. I think if we had like really big celebrities, mm -hmm. I think that they would like have really like teased us more. Like you'll never they, believe. They, yeah. Cause you, you want to get people based on those names alone. Um, so yeah, that's a that's a good point. I'm I am just in love with the idea of the special forces surprise people. Oh my god! Or is it going to be people from uh like from the cast of that? Like, oh, are we it could be the four Anna farmers Brown? from Farmer Wants a Wife. Oh. <laughs> They're like, they need farmers. None of us they need farmers. <laughs> we're Jenny. looking for. It's we're a resupply mission. They're here to yeah replant the crops. This is well. That's that is a very funny uh, point because they're they're getting a resupplies. Like the point of them coming inbound is is they're 
you know, replenishing the supply. We know that we had the fire in the biodome. They're eating a lot of processed food right now. Yeah. I think we heard Portia say, oh, maybe we're getting a chef. Um, Could be farmers, Gordon Ramsay. Though, Could be Gordon Ramsay. I thought that also. Oh, yeah, we're getting... We're getting crime scene kitchen. <laughs> We're mm-hmm. getting Gordon Ramsay. Could be the judges <laughs> from Joel the mass singer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But you're right. It's probably unlikely that we're getting four true like crew members that are going to be like in the competition with the rest of them. And that it's more likely a short term gimmick style kind of um, that's my guess. That's my guess. Okay. I mean, this is this competition is for nothing, too. So it's like, what is the point of bringing people in to be a part of the mission like halfway through like. I don't know. They're not, they're not competing for money or anything like not even for charity. It's just to be the brightest star in the galaxy. Right. If it was one person coming in, I think that that would be more likely that it could be like a celebrity. But the fact that it's four people, uh, it seems weird that we read it like have like a whole new cast with four people. Yeah. That's, All right. that's a very good point. I would love to hear other people's theories on what please, we're, who we're getting next please week. Please let so. us know. All right. Love but Jenny, uh, we did have a double eviction episode yeah, this week. A double extraction. <laughs> where you heard Natasha, of double eviction? Get ready for double extraction, Natasha baby. and Tom uh, had yep. to go here this week. And mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, first off, uh, for either of these people, did you feel like that this was a quit? Um, Not for Tom. Um, for Natasha, she literally got onto her knees and said, please, please, please let me leave Mars, which (laughs) I feel like, I mean, if we were debating whether Richard Sherman was a, was a quit last week, um, when he simply just insisted that the other two people at risk were more mission critical than him, Mm -hmm. um, I think that (laughs) Natasha's is definitely a quit, uh, or, you know, just a self-sacrifice, I guess. Uh, you know, when you're one of three people and you know that, uh, you know, one, one, like only one of them is making it out. And and you, there's probably, that's the other thing. You know, you're probably going no matter what. Is it like, do you play that like, please let me go, free me from this. I can't do it. So then you're controlling the narrative. It's like, I'm not fired. I quit. Like, that is that is that the strategy there mm-hmm. so because it's like well i made it easy for you i'm gonna i'm gonna leave so mm-hmm. um yeah that, 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 that's, that's interesting uh in terms of um you know being able to control your narrative on the extraction yeah i don't necessarily think that that is a concern of natasha's she's you know she's a comedian she's got the self-deprecation thing down um and i don't think that she takes it too seriously and has not been um shy about saying how difficult a lot of this was for her physically um but i think that maybe you know I think that she has an affection for Adam. And I think that of those three, she knew that Adam definitely needed to stay. So maybe this was her way of like really just making sure that she was going to go. Well, the surprise for me was that they left Adam in the bottom three. So who do you think? Portia. Portia should have been in the bottom three. Yeah, so the two that went Portia were the right should people not have go. gotten a patch this week. I'm sorry. Wow. For so, what? What do you want to give her a patch for? Um, I mean... Here's the thing is like she she was the leader of her her team. Mm-hmm. They did get lost. Um, but I do think that she bring 
they're because they're also looking at this like holistically too, where they're like looking at like overall, is she bringing the most on a lot of these missions? And I think that that's probably what helped her. Whereas like Adam, I guess, did really nothing uh, during this this mission. Um, He was just I mean, what about the last mission? Well, that's yeah, that's a good point. But I guess like Portia hasn't been terrible at anything, right? Like Portia hasn't had like one really, really bad challenge. I mean, Um, until this week. Yeah, I I guess. Uh, Do you really think that she is that she was the one completely at fault for them getting lost? No, I think she was the one completely at fault for almost making them not complete the mission. So because she was like running out of steam at the end. Yes. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah, that, she, like that they all she were, though. is bad. Like, I'm just saying that of any, like, uh, what was Adam doing yeah. that held them back? Um. Well, I don't think Adam held anyone back at the end because that was like his thing that helped him. Where he's like, I like booked it at the end, and he was part of the reason mm-hmm. that Natasha even made it up. Um. But I felt like the people, you know, because even like Tanasha, who's like killing it, was gassed. Um. And one of the last people to make it up the mm-hmm. hill. So. I don't, I don't know. But like Portia even said, she was like, I got like the ragtag team here because she, her, her group, they, again, they had these two teams and they weren't even even. They I, were like Jenny, four I and don't three. even understand why they had to be in two teams. Can you explain that to me? Because there was two different caves or two different parts of the cave. So, but were there two, two different sources were, of fungi? There was, so there was two different mother funguses. Yes. And so they needed to go to separate parts of the cave to um, annihilate the yes. mother fungus with flamethrowers. Yes. <laughs> what is this show? So- I don't know. I don't really understand <laughs> anything about what's going on in the show. This was like, I, I suspect you did not watch The Last of Us, correct? I did not. It's, yeah, uh, it, yeah. Too, too much for me. Yeah, it was too much for me also. But so if you just kill the mother fungus, the rest of the fungus, because it looked like we had an infestation of the fungus with a black light in the hab. But if we go in the cave and burn the mother fungus, that kills everything. It's the life force for it, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe there's things that can be done at the Hab to um, get rid of the fungus that's there once you've dealt with the source, the mother fungus. Listen, I don't I don't understand the science around it. Again, we, mm-hmm. we need... Liana, are the you free? The fungus need- is mother. <laughs> mother. Speaking of mother, Liana, can you please help, can you please help us figure out if getting rid of the mother yes. fungus? We have some Renap listeners who are experts in fungus. Okay, so please let us know if this if this strategy of going into the caves, getting rid of the mother fungus, would have somehow dealt with the fungus all through the walls of the hab. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like the teams part of it, like we had two, they weren't even even like, is it, is it worse to have four people? Because I think yeah. they had two flashlights, the group that had four people. I didn't understand this mission at all. And so That's me, for every me, mission. and, and <laughs> this was uh, for me that this was like half the episode was just, and then yeah. they did the mission. And then the, like, it was like 10 minutes of like trying to get back to the Rover. Now, the thing yes. that for me, that was very immersive about this was I watched this episode on the treadmill this morning. So Ooh, I was you were running the with them. Yes. I mean, I wish I should have had like a backpack on and like a, uh, a, a space <laughs> like suit. a really helmet or something yeah that yeah. would have helped me actually really feel like i was in it 
Yeah, it's like method podcasting. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, that would they, they did a good job with the edit of like making it seem um, you know pretty down to the wire. But I agree with you that the missions are still taking too much of the episode. With that being the least. It, and sometimes very hard to follow part of the episode and it's not giving as much entertainment as all of the other stuff. Like I really do feel like they could cut the missions down a little bit, still deliver the drama uh, and the, you know, how unsure we are, whether they're going to make it or not. Like they can still do that. Um, and then leave some other time for like the social politics of it all, because we're being told that there are sides of the house houses or the hab forming here and i really enjoy the like silly little interactions in the hab between these celebrities like you have people here that are entertaining by nature because they are celebrities like let them cook like let them you know be themselves around each other and entertain us and i just think that when you're doing the missions you're not going to get that um so i think they should really be shortening those I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, Jenny, let's just uh, some words about we talked about Natasha. Do we want to say mm-hmm. anything about Tommy Too Nice, who Tommy ends up nice. really in this episode did get sort of like the uh, exit episode content yeah, where for sure. he, he was, you know, is like now just um, completely reorienting the way he sees the entire world after his experience on Mars. Yes, it was truly an existential experience for Tommy Too Nice. Um, This episode was telegraphed for his boot the way that um, Richard Sherman's was last week. And even more so, especially yes. because we knew we were going to lose two people. We are so on point on the margic. We know the, mar- <laughs> the margic. <laughs> um, no, we are on it because... We were getting all peppered all through this episode, Tom talking about how, you know, he he wanted to come here as a reset and all of the drama back on Earth. I love that Tom is really committed to the bit of them being on Mars. Like he's always referring to back home um, as earth and not not like north america Mm -hmm. (laughs) like he's really really you know playing into the thought that they are on mars and i love that that's i love that he's you know playing along um but yeah he's talking he's talking a lot about how like you know he's getting lost in his thoughts here here and there thinking about all the stuff back home but this has been like a good mental reset for him and um Yeah, it really seems like this was like a like, you know, formative experience for Tom and he feels refreshed now to go back and deal with Scandoval, like (laughs) Scandoval. Yeah. (laughs) And like also someone told me that um, because there was like an article that he's like separated himself from. Did we talk about this already? Um, I thought there was like, oh, okay. well, I thought that there was like an article of basically being like he's not friends with um with Tom Sandoval anymore mm-hmm. and um apparently it's it was clickbait and it's more so he's just separating himself from the scandal part of it now mm-hmm. and like he's actually still like good with this guy so oh. um he's anyway, separated I don't himself know. from the scandal he's just like I'm just like not okay. uh, a part of this anymore Boy, that's, um, that's slick okay yeah good move so maybe he came back he came back and was like 
all right, I'm seeing the world in a different way after my experience on Mars and I need to protect my peace and I am separating myself from this. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Jenny, a big part of this week's episode was as uh, you were talking about the alliances. Okay, are mm-hmm. there clicks? And it does seem like that this is the storyline here as uh, we head into potentially the final seven of Stars on Mars. And so I wanted to see what you thought about. Okay, uh, it seems like that the uh, two people that are very clearly on the outs and not in the click are Lance Armstrong and Marshawn Lynch. It's interesting, though, because we we only got the explanation of the clicks from um, Marshawn. So we get this um, explanation where um, the, the, the sides of the house at this point are uh, Tanache, Ariel and Adam are like a thing. Then Marshawn, Lance and Rhonda are mm-hmm. a thing. And then he said that Natasha and Tom, I guess you could call them swing votes. So they're like kind of in the middle. Now, Floaters. those two are gone. So also Portia did not even get listed when he said that. So I don't think maybe he forgot about Portia. Yeah, I think I Portia don't know. is more with the Ariel, Adam, Adam and Tanache side. Yeah. yeah, you're probably right. Um, but... We do see that Marshawn and Lance have a close bond and we get a little bit more of that in this episode, which is fun. So it's like they I think they started off as frenemies, but like now there's like a true affection for each other. Yeah. But do you think then, and Rob, that they think they have Rhonda more than they truly do? Because you you feel like the the two of them are on the outs, but Marshawn did list him having Rhonda, that it was him, Lance, and Rhonda as a side. So I don't really know if they are really like playing sides. I think that they're sort of like resigned to like, we don't like all this like gaming that's going on in terms mm-hmm. of like, it should just be like the best people. And maybe they're looking at it more like a meritocracy as opposed to the other side of the house, which seems to be 
quote unquote play. I would say playing if it was a game um, that they are working together strategically to stay on. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, do you think that there's something about that with them being like professional athletes Definitely. where it's like, uh, yeah, I'm seeing this as like, you should, you know, if you are doing the best job, then you should do like, you should be kept and stay longer. Um, you know, whereas yeah. some of these other people, but, but then there are other people that I do think are taking it really seriously and are trying to play, like do a good job for the you know purpose of doing a good job. Like, like Tanache, I think is like, you know, for someone who's not a professional athlete, like I think that she's someone who's like Takes doing incredibly seriously. well. Right. And I think she is taking it seriously and does want to do like well in the things that isn't just trying to like position herself to like not get taken out. Yeah. But um, just the structure of sports, like for instance, like an, a football team, like in a perfect world, like is a meritocracy of like, yeah. it's supposed to be like the people that are the best 53 people. Those are the people that are on the team. And it's not like, okay, if you have somebody who is not pulling their weight, you know, it's very rare that you have like an alliance of like five people that's like, okay, well, this person is with us. And so we're going to make sure they make the team or don't get cut because of our voting block. And so you do have right. like, you know, potentially there would be a scenario where Ariel or Portia or uh, somebody from uh, that group could go home and they will like keep them. Yeah. Um, I, I it's it's tricky, though, because like I think you see some of these other people like struggling with that mindset too because like one of the other storylines of this episode that i truly enjoyed was this uh growing like feud Fungus? between ariel oh. and lance yes um and so you know we see ariel as someone who you know she's she she was the mission specialist so she was safe and she talks about how um you know, she wants to to play an honorable game and she literally calls it a game. Mm -hmm. um, and so she has to admit that Lance did a good job and did deserve to be mission critical in this. Um, basically, like acknowledging like he's not my favorite person and I would like him to go, but I am playing honorably and I can't in good conscience like let him go yet. Um, but I also notice in how when they were like talking about you know, the decisions on which of the three to keep the bottom three, like Ariel t jumps in a lot and is like, but he's really nice. Like people are making like points about Tom and like why he's like, he doesn't speak up. He doesn't like take initiative and all of these things. He's not really sure what's going on all the time. And then she's like, yeah, but he is very nice. So I think that she's someone who's really grappling with like the relationship part of it, where she wants to keep people that like think she's like, she's good with them or she truly likes them. Um, but there's this like voice in her head that's like play honorably, honorably and like that sport mentality of like, you still have to keep the best people. And that's why she is saying like, well, Lance did a good job. So I do need to keep Lance. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about cockroach gate. Oh my gosh. I love, I love that the people are starting to get on each other's nerves and it's not just fake, like, mm -hmm. uh, conflict. Like I love that. I can truly tell that these two people don't like each other. Yeah. All right. Well, let's Jenny talk about, so, so they, like one of the things that the show does well is I feel like that they're, they're going to do something, but they sort of like tease what they're going to do before they actually do it. Yes. And it seemed yes. like that they, 
did they release bugs into the house? They sure did. Um, they basically, um, you know, said that there, there is a life forms a source of. A, there's a possible contaminant yes. detected. So this was like the foreshadowing of the mother fungus was, okay, you, you know, one of the first tasks after we get Rhonda as the base commander it, is that we have to clean the hab. And there are Martian cockroaches, apparently, that have three antennas. That's mm-hmm. how you know they're Martian. I mean, huge is true. Um, Huge, if true. And they did look huge. Um, I don't know how many of them were in the hab, um, at least a couple. Uh, so they, I assume they were real, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I think they yeah. released some real cockroaches. Sure. So there's cockroaches in the hab and everyone's freaking out. Yes. And now it's <laughs> unclear, you know, just like where uh, Ariel talked about how like she was on some low budget movie like I don't know if did they tell Lance Armstrong ahead of time hey like there's a cockroach it's coming like uh, Ariel hates cockroaches like try to like uh it just seems odd that Lance Armstrong would do the th- would pick up the cockroach and then put it on Ariel who had like a complete like um debilitating phobia. fear yes yeah. phobia of the cockroach like, I mean it's definitely possible there was production interference, but I also just kind of believe that like Lance is the kind of guy that just like thinks that this is funny. Um, oh, he and would do this funny, anyway. But like, would he's <laughs> like was up for doing it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that you know, even even if they did put him up to it, I think that this is the kind of thing that he would do anyway and think is funny. Like he's got like just like that that boomer energy of like uh oh come on like it's not that serious like take a joke like you know someone's like i have trauma and he's like uh that's not a real thing like i just get that sort of energy yeah but i don't think he knew that in fairness, Lance probably on didn't that. Know. Yeah, yeah, I maybe but maybe he had known the story, but no, but she, she's the youngest though, and so I think that maybe he sees her as like you know a child. You know, she's probably like close in age to his son, maybe, mm-hmm. and so he thinks that this is like a fun like dad prank where like yeah. oh, it'd be so funny to like you know get get under like Ariel's skin and like you know play a little prank on her when like this is literally like the last person you should be doing this to should not be doing um, that to her um and so yeah. <laughs> and I, I but I don't think he knew her backstory with this no uh, but I don't yeah um she is taking it very seriously uh she says to him I will kick you in the balls yeah straight to mm-hmm. the balls <laughs> yeah Interesting, yes. interesting, uh, interesting selection for Ariel here. Yeah, <laughs> that's where her brain instantly went. She said, "I will kick you in the balls." Yes, um, which I don't know if she. I mean, she that. didn't know who she he didn't was. Know who he she was. Thought, so maybe she, she thought he had been she, to Mars. She has. Uh, so she, maybe she doesn't. She can't possibly know that Lance Armstrong has also had testicular cancer. Um, yeah, like. But if that is what she was going for, damn, girl. It's cold-blooded, yeah. She did, certainly went below the belt. For sure. Uh, (laughs) But then we get her backstory. And this backstory was horrific. Uh, About the cockroaches? Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I get it because I hate all sorts of bugs. I am, like, terrified of 
of I've only seen a cockroach literally once in my life and I it was disgusting and terrible and I hated it. Um I if someone was chasing me with a cockroach I too would probably uh, have a meltdown like that. Yeah, as and would maybe- I. As would I. Um, <laughs> but the store, her backstory uh, was that she was like on like a low budget movie as a child, and mm-hmm. then this movie that they were like put like live cockroaches all over the child actors who seemingly so- were there against their will. Yeah, yeah. I'm hearing more and more about how like uh, Ariel's situation as as a child act- actor was really not good, um, and her her relationship with her family is actually not good. Um, so this is kind of all adding up here, and this is probably the source of a lot of Ariel's trauma. Um, so I guess the like the storyline of the movie was like they were kids that had been like abandoned by their mom or something like that. Okay. So like. I'm wondering if like the the cockroaches were like part of like, oh, and they're like in this like house that's overrun with cockroaches. Like because I'm trying to figure out like why yeah, were there I'm cockroaches looking at her IMDb and trying to oh, see trying what, to figure this, out the movie. what this movie is. Probably this is okay. primo. She's been in a million things. It's so funny because I I, I mean, would I know anything? Was it Curious I George? <laughs> I don't think so. Hmm. I don't know, this might be like um, a pre IMDb thing. So she, wow, you think that like before things were Horton here's a who included? No, Dur- she did a movie. She uh, said let's she was see. like so, seven wait, wait, wait. or eight. So she did a movie called Duress in two thousand nine. Okay, okay. Uh, Duress, it haunted with nightmares of his wife's recent suicide and struggling to mend the relationship with his only daughter. Richard is caught as a witness. Uh, Know, but she says mm, that in the movie she, right. she had a brother. Okay, so she was born in 1998, and she said she was like seven or eight in when mm-hmm. she did this movie. So that brings us to what, like, uh, 2006. Okay. Right. So okay, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. That's not uh, a low budget mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, I think this might just be like pre pre IMDb. Listen up. She played little girl in it. I think that was a TV show. With oh, Jason okay. Alexander. Oh, yes, it is. Hmm. Okay. What about the movie okay. Grilled? Um, uh, the gr- she's in the movie Grilled. Uh, well, no, it's with Ray Romano and Kevin James. I think that that's okay. probably not low budget horror movie. Yeah, maybe. Maybe this was so. Yeah. Uh, like low budget that it just didn't. They got it, it expunged. It didn't from even her get record. onto IMDb. Yep. Okay. So, so any, if anyone knows what this movie is, uh, that she was referring to, if any, we have any Ariel Winter historians, mm-hmm. um, winter is coming. Yeah. Winter is coming. Please let us know. Um, I will not be watching any scenes with cockroaches. Thank you very much. Jenny, uh, <laughs> the most badass part of this episode has to be though, Marshawn Lynch with the flamethrower, right? Oh yeah. That, that I, made for the I hour love- of television. As soon as I knew that they were giving Marshawn the, the flamethrower in this episode, I was like, thank God we are not losing Marshawn Lynch this mm-hmm. week. Yeah. Because I knew Say that hello this man to my little accept. friend. <laughs> Al Pacino shit, as he said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that was incredible. And he was, I like when he's excited because sometimes it feels like he's like not having a great time there. It does, you know, there's this conversation between him and, um, 
and Lance, where he basically like Lance is like, I'm in this for the long haul. And Marshawn's like, okay, if you're in it, then I'll ride with you. So I think that basically that's his person now. Um, but there are times where I feel like he's like losing his like drive to be there. And is like, this is kind of stupid. Um, so when he gets things like flamethrowers and he gets excited and he's having yeah. a good time, I'm happy because I want him there and I yeah. want him to be having fun. Marshawn <laughs> likes to go on the missions uh, between driving yeah. the rover, between the flamethrower. Like, I feel like uh, that's sort of the excitement for him. I think he doesn't like being yeah. cooped up in the half. No. Yeah. He, especially if he doesn't have his own flying room. The drone. Um, yeah, he likes to have something to do. He's an action guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he wants to. But I think that like when he held the ladder, he hated that hated because that. like Not what a boring exciting. job. That was a boring you know, job. He wants he wants action movement. Um, like when he was doing the 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 filling the buckets, like he was like drumming mm-hmm. on the buckets and stuff. Yes. Like he's give him something to do with his hands. Don't okay? climb he's down. Very, don't rappel down a mountain. He doesn't want to. No. Do that. Doesn't no. like heights. <laughs> but okay. this was the perfect spot for him. Give Marshawn Lynch the flamethrower. Yes. Fly the drone was a pretty lame task. I didn't understand the point of that. What did that have to do with anything? Like, I thought that it was going to have some sort of connection to the future no. mission. But truly, they just like, I think they were just like, they're bored. Give them something to do. Yeah. Here's a drone. And, and they, they have to, to go have a, a, like some alliance talk. Alliance time. Yes, exactly. So they went out in the, in their suits and I guess Marshawn, you know, flies drones a lot and Lance had never done that before. No. And so they just flew the drone to check on the biodome that they uh, yep. taped up last it's week like, just to make sure that it was up. good. Like they, they wound it in as it was like some sort of important piece of the mission, but it was like, it was not just ended up being like nothing. It was like, yeah, it's good. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I still enjoyed like the talk between them and getting the more more contacts that they are actually close. Like Lance said that Marshawn's going to be a friend for life. Mm-hmm. So, okay, they're very close. Um, while the drone was lame, we got a second dog. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why either, Rob. I don't. But know we got why. more more robot dogs, and you know the good thing about the robot dogs on Stars on Mars. I'm less scared of the robot dogs. Yeah. Um, you're not scared of, of robots in general, or is it like, there's a black mirror episode. That's very scary about these dogs. Um, so I, that when I see these ones are like cute and nice, when I see them like like, bump into the wall and fall over and like like a cockroach, they can't get up off their back. Uh, it's like, not too worried about it. Okay. Um, can we discuss the dogs and the names? Because Marsha and Eartha. Yeah, there's a little bit of revisionist history here because as soon as uh, they say the the initial dog, we named her Marsha. I was like, you did? Because I'm pretty sure you were calling her Marisha in the last episode. Mm-hmm. We discussed this. Yeah. So at some point it went from Marisha to just Marsha. And I didn't appreciate that they, they, you know, don't think that I'm taking notes as a, you know, I have journalistic integrity here. I think Marsha is like, I mean, it's, it's two, it's two syllables. It's a little, it rolls off the tongue a little bit, but I thought the dog's name was Marisha because that's what they said last week. And apparently it's Marsha. So now they have to name the second dog. And I think Adam was like, why not Jan? Because it's Marsha and Jan. Mm-hmm. Um, and that did not 
uh, go anywhere. <laughs> and then Portia says, what's the, well, what's the planet closest to Mars? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's earth. Yeah. <laughs> Venus so, is going to be a great dog name. If, do you think they'll get a third? Yeah. I mean, too bad they're not going the other way. They could hit Pluto. Yeah, that's true. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So they, they settle on Eartha, um, which at first I was like, are they saying Gertha? Are they saying Gertha? Well, I was just like, are they, are they trying to make it a little closer to an actual name? Because like no one's name is Eartha. What about Eartha right? Kit? Who's Eartha Kit? I'm sorry. Very famous actress. Oh, sorry to her. Mm-hmm. Is it spelled like Earth with an A? I believe so. Or is it like I? Yes. Okay. Well, I didn't know that was a name. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry to her. And I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, to Eartha she, the dog. Eartha. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Eartha Kit. Uh, yeah. There okay. should be more Earthas because Eartha Kit is very famous. Yeah. Well, she was okay, one of uh, one of three different women that played Catwoman on the old Batman TV series. Okay, so she has passed. Yes. Um. Yeah, I didn't. I I did not know who this yes. is. Um, but I also oh, a bunch of the Emperor's new groove. Mm-hmm. Is she like a voice actress too. Okay. I think she had a very distinctive voice. Okay. Eartha Kitt. Um, this is the only person I've ever heard of named Eartha now. Yeah, um, so I'm surprised this, there, there were more Eartha that she was very uh, beloved. I like I like the sound of Eartha more than Bertha. Bertha, um, yes. Maybe because of the word birth. I don't know. Yeah, I even get though that. I don't think it's spelled that way usually. Is Gertha no. a word? Gertha. <laughs> Gertha is a word. Gertha. I know Gertha is a word. Sorry, is Gertha a name? Is what I, I mean. I don't believe so. Um, Gertha, baby name, meaning origin and popularity. Do you uh, know any Gerthas? I don't personally in my life know any Gerthas. Mm-hmm. Um, so it uh, it was more popular in the eighteen hundred late eighteen. 18- 83 to so like 1928 mm-hmm. yeah. started to take a downturn uh around the, the 60s, 60s yeah. and yeah, then well, really now, well, the skinny the, you're like oh you gotta be like uh you know uh, so unhealthy and skinny in the yeah, 60s see, so now, thinking, don't name your babies gertha anymore so gertha well body was, positivity is here baby and so bring okay, so back gertha, gertha. <laughs> Gertha went the way of um bring you know, back Gertha fads. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um yeah, I did not know that that Gertha was a name either, but maybe we need to people start extinct. you want a unique name because yes. all of the I see all these TikToks that are like, "Oh, baby names." Why I don't know why I'm getting baby Whoa, name TikToks Jenny. first of all. Yeah, I know. It's what is going on algorithm? Yeah. Have you met me? All right. Um, <laughs> You're on baby name TikTok. I, I'm. It's just showing up on my feeds. I don't know why. But anyway, it's like names that you thought were like really unique that are like about to explode. And then like, you, you know, if you name your kid this right now, then like there's gonna be like five of them in their like yeah. kindergarten class. Um, I truly think though, Gertha. Gertha no one's doing Gertha. Maybe you're so starting the you're, trend. Maybe the first yeah. Gertha nine months from now Gertha is going to be born. Gertha and Eartha. Gertha and Eartha is on the yeah. rise here. Eartha okay. should be more popular. <laughs> Eartha, I think, is, yeah, it's cute. Mm-hmm. It's Earth with an A. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Okay. So anyway, but I still am just annoyed that they like just yada yada the fact that the, the dog was named Marisha at a point. They were calling it Marisha last week. Stop with this Marisha erasure. Okay. okay? All right. <laughs> Jenny, anything else that you want to uh, mention from this week of Stars on Mars? Um, no, no. I think I think we hit pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I love the little moment where... Um, <laughs> they they get the the shaddy daddy um at the end there uh to let them know about you know completing mm-hmm. the mission and Rhonda says Shatner has less wrinkles than than her and he's 90 and i was like <laughs> is he really 90 and yes. he's 92 uh, yes i knew that yeah um and so Ariel's like, yeah, it's just definitely Botox. But uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> i just thought that was very funny i mean he looks really looks good great. for 92 yes. like yeah. But maybe it's because he's Canadian. Could be. I look young for my age. So like I might be hmm. like I might end up being like shoddy daddy. And I got to get citizenship. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. how it works. Yeah. And then, Jenny, we saw for the second time this season, Ronda Rousey in like a fake fight uh, with somebody. I think the show loves that. It's like anytime yes. we can get Ronda Rousey wrestling with somebody in the first 10 minutes of the show, people might think they're accidentally watching SmackDown. It's great. <laughs> they might stick around. Yes. Second thing um, this week I'm podcasting about Ronda Rousey uh, this week as I'm going to be on the wrestling rehab up to talk about Ronda Rousey defending the tag team championships at money oh. in the bank. Oh, wow. It's a very rousy week for you. Very, very, very arousing. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, yeah, that was cute. And Portia, like Portia seems like such a fun energy to have sure. around too. Like she's just like, seems like she's like, she's, she's there to hang and make the most. Yeah. Of she's, the fun. she's fun. She's fun. Yeah, she's, I, I think she's she very fun. Back in the challenge this week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I see what you mean. They definitely, I love it when they were like talking about like, you know, how people did and they're like, and Portia, you know, she, she led the team so that they wouldn't get lost. And then Ariel's like, but they did get lost. They did, but they got to the, they, <laughs> actually, you know, they made it like as a countdown, 25 minutes, like, Oh no, they're out of oxygen in five, four, Three, two, one. It's like, okay, they die, die if they, they don't just, get oxygen they in die. zero they seconds. They fake die. Yes, they fake die. They fake but die. they do a good job with the edit where like, you know, because the way that they were showing like the time ticking down where with where they were running to the rovers, I was like, realistically that you can't make it if you have four seconds left and they were like the the yeah. amount of feet I think there away was some I was, editing magic going on exactly yes. which i was like i appreciate that they're trying to make it mm-hmm. a little bit more exciting but my notes are shorten the whole damn thing yeah just let's just truncate that a little bit okay but yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So this was Stars on Mars, episode four. No Stars on Mars next week. Jenny and I will be podcasting Claim to Fame. Uh, yes, you can uh, subscribe to that podcast feed at robswebsite.com slash fame feed. And then in two weeks time, we'll be back to talk about who shows up on yes. Stars on Mars. Jenny, last night. Who are the night, four crew members? We got I together want to hear your thoughts. <laughs> for an exciting brand steel action. We did. Yes, Yes. Uh, you can cheer Jenny and the entire festivities uh, up at robinsonwebsite.com. Big cast. What else is coming up for you this week, Jenny? Um, well, I, uh, beyond this, I will be, uh, live tomorrow night on Thursday evening to draft the 
first boots of Big Brother US. Um, and I'm very much looking forward to that. I love a little, I don't get to do draft things very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, no major spoilers for the uh, Brant Steel if you haven't paid attention uh, to it yet. But uh, I thought I was manifesting a first boot for me just by agreeing to do the first boot draft in the same week. Mm -hmm. Like, I just felt like there was some sort of energy there where I was like, oh, I'm about to be a first boot because I agreed to do the first boot podcast. Um, I didn't. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, mm-hmm. That is the one spoiler you get. Um, but yeah, so we so check that out. Uh, that will be live, I think, 6 p.m. on Thursday um, to do the first boots of Big Brother draft. And I, I'm pumped about that. Okay. That'll be some silly fun. Check that out. That's going to be yeah. on Thursday. Uh, we've got plenty more coming your way on everything we're doing over at Robert's Podcast. You can hear it all at robertswebsite.com slash subscribe. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.